prophesy? That's a great question. Let me ask you another question. Do you have the Holy Spirit living inside you? If your answer is yes, then I would like to propose to you that you do indeed have the ability to prophesy. Simply defined, prophecy is hearing Holy Spirit and repeating what he said. If you look in the Old Testament when a prophet was prophesying, or even in the New Testament when you see prophecy, uh, that gift being used, the person heard a message from God and they said it to a person, they said it to a people group. That really is what prophecy is. What I really hope is going to happen is I just begin to talk about and unpack just this brief little message of can we prophesy? I really hope that you would begin to evaluate where you are when you think about prophecy. I know I've talked to people that when they hear prophecy, it sounds like a bit of a spooky word, or maybe they have experience from a past church that somebody wasn't using the gift properly and it could have hurt them. Um, I think really evaluating what you think of prophecy and what your thoughts are when somebody says, hey, you can prophesy is really important in order to move forward in growing in this gift. If this is a gift uh, that you would like to step into and this is a gift that you would love to, or a skill I should say, that you would love to sharpen. I think that really evaluating where you are is gonna be really important for you. Another thing that I really hope happens is that you would just get permission to ask questions, that you would just begin after hearing the things that I talk about you would start asking God questions that you would ponder on the things that, I, that I'm going to talk about and you would begin asking the hard things. And I just want to say as well that there are no questions that are too intimidating for God. He's not shaking in his boots uh, when it comes to questions that you might have about this topic uh, because it, it isn't necessarily anything that I feel is spoken about that frequently in most churches. Um, and so I feel it's one of those things that like what kind of questions do you even have and stuff. So I just really want to give you guys permission to begin, like I said, asking uh different things, you know, when it comes to this, doesn't matter how big the question is, how small the question is. Uh, I think that gives you space to find the answer when you begin asking the question. Another thing that I really hope happens as well as you just begin hearing this message that I have is that you would receive an upgrade in your communion with God because really when you begin diving into hearing God, you're diving into understanding him more, which I'll go in a little bit later in, in my teaching. But when you begin to really ask God what he's saying, you start to just have an understanding of his nature and have an understanding of how he relates to us as humans. And your communion with him just completely ups. And I personally think that once you start diving deeper into these depths of God, that you just become hooked. You can't help but want more of him the more that you just begin to taste them. And I think with prophecy, it's one of those things as well. The more that you just begin to hear his voice, the more you are hooked.
What really unlocked my confidence in my ability to hear Holy Spirit and repeat what he was saying are kind of based on three truths. The first one is that God is always speaking, always. No one had ever told me that before. In John 10, 7, 10, 27, excuse me, it says, my sheep hear my voice. You know, I, my journey with prophecy had looked like I had only, when, when I was in worship at church, when I was in worship in my room and reading my Bible, I had some like that still small voice or I had a few visions here and there. And it was only in those circumstances and because no one had told me that God was always speaking, I had no idea that the way that I pursued the voice of God in worship and in my prayer time alone, I could pursue Him speaking to me everywhere, whether I'm hanging with my friends, whether I'm out shopping in the grocery store, I could tap into His voice always speaking to me. Um, an example would be if you think about music, there's technically always music playing. You could be in a quiet room and you could close your eyes and try your best to hear the music that's playing, but you're not going to hear it until you turn on a radio. Why is that? Because there are radio waves that the music is, is playing through and the only way to hear it is if you turn on the dial and you turn on something that gives you access to hear these radio waves. So that leads me to my second point, which is, you know, the first one is that God is always speaking. The second one is learning to prophesy looks like training your ear to hear. It's turning on that radio and trying and turning the dial to catch the signal of heaven is what prophecy looks like. Um, God is not human and his first language is not English. So training your ear first needs to look like learning his language. You know, when you think of going to another country, you learn their culture. You learn, you need to figure out how to say bathroom in their language so that you know how to use the bathroom. And hearing God, it looks like learning what his language is so that you can know what he sounds like, what he's saying and, and how he's speaking to you. And uh, these are just a few languages and the ways that he speaks. And I want to encourage you as well to take note of these because these are definitely something that you can find all throughout the Bible. I would encourage you that as I list out these different languages of God, that a fun study could be diving into the word and finding ways that God is speaking in these different ways. Uh, these are also ways that I've personally experienced God speaking, and I have friends who have uh, also had God speaking in these ways. But just to jump into them, they are visions, dreams, his still small voice, angels, trances, creation, scripture, tongues, impressions, prophetic acts, signs and wonders, mind reading, circumstances, dance, prophetic songs, and prophetic body checks. These are just these are a few of them. There could be more that maybe you've seen in scripture or you've experienced, you experienced yourself. One of the things as well as you're hearing the voice of God is that it, sh it should not ever contradict scripture. Anytime you hear him, he's not going to contradict himself is a really important thing to also understand when you're diving into uh, learning the language of God and learning what he says. Um, 
So yeah, it's just super important. Just learn to train your ear. Learn what is what is language is. Uh, the third thing is God wants us to hear Him more than we want to hear Him. You know, I prophecy for me really. You know, when I first gave my life to Jesus, I was experiencing. I had visions. I had. I would get a vision and. I would have understanding of what the symbols of the vision meant and it spoke a message to me that lined up with scripture and lined up with the nature of God that you you find in the word. And like I said previously, it was always during worship services or it was during my time reading the word in my room or or just a time of worship. And when I found out that God wants to speak to me more than I want him to speak to me, it really took the pressure off of me having to do anything to earn access to his voice. I I feel like when someone told me that, it made me realize, wow, he is he's doing everything he can to speak to me, to draw me closer to him, to show me how much he loves the world around him. And what's so cool about learning the voice of God is that as you start learning what he's saying and whether it's over people, you start finding he's, he literally speaks in everything. When you start learning that language, it just, you, you really start working this muscle that you, you start finding him in everything. And it's, it's fun. It's fun to unpack it. it like I said as well, it, and what I was hoping you guys would get from this, it just deepens your relationship with God. And, it, and you just, you like, you know, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Like when you just keep on tasting his goodness, you can't help but want more. And prophecy is a really fun tool and gift that uh, God gives his children his ability to hear his voice. And, you know, I, to jump back to what I was even saying in my own personal journey of, I just went on a rabbit trail because I, this is just something I'm so passionate about seeing is just people really unlocking this part of their lives because of the richness it has brought to mind. But I had, someone had spoken these, these truths to me and I've, uh, during a different series of teachings and I had done different workbook studies and stuff like that. And I just started diving into it. I started diving into what that would look like, how to take risk when it comes to uh, seeing the prophetic grow in my life. Like I even mentioned earlier, I was working that muscle and I started finding, you know, God in my, my every day. I started asking him for what he was saying about my life, about my day, about the people that are around me. And I just started seeing a move greater than I could ever imagine. And it really was all tied to hearing his voice. Uh, So just to reiterate the three things, the three truths that I really believe will just start unlocking your your confidence uh, in your ability to hear him. And you know, and I want to specify as well, your confidence isn't in you. Your confidence is in the fact that he's speaking. It's your confidence grows in the truth that it's, it's him speaking to us and we just get to get in line with that. So like I said, the three truths are God is always speaking. Learning to prophesy looks like training your ear to hear and God wants us to hear him more than we want him to, than we want to hear him. Excuse me. Um, so 
to close, guys, I just, I hope that you ask yourself those questions, you know, do I know he's always speaking? Do I know God's language? Do I know that he wants to speak to me even more than I want him to? Do you know those things? Is that something that you can confidently say, yeah, I believe that about God? If not, why? Why don't you believe that? I think asking those questions are really going to set you up for a journey of really hearing the voice of God for yourself.